entering the she shed a space designed and cultivated for women by women a platform for women to allow themselves to be vulnerable and expressive in the presence of others like themselves where they can be unapologetically free a place of healing and inspiring one another as we shed the layers that scale us back daily designed for all women of color to participate in their journey of life together This audio series is for all of us who wake up and choose peace, who walk by faith, and who are looking to transition and pivot within their soft life. Grab a cup of your favorite morning beverage, bring your notepad, and settle in, sis. Let's create the life that you deserve to live. I'm your host, LC, and welcome to the She Shed Podcast. Hey girl, hey, and welcome back to another episode of the She Shed Podcast, Sunday Pleasures. I am your host, LC, and thank you for tuning in for another wonderful Sunday morning with me and the rest of our girls here over at the She Shed. If you are new here, are you new here? (laughs) If you are new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for stopping by our community. Trust me, sis, we are more than happy to have you here with us today. Um, Today's episode is going to be pretty interesting. As a woman, I must say, I know for a fact that so many of you are going to be able to relate to this episode simply because we're women. So we're emotional beings in general. And this topic is something that a lot of us are currently struggling with or have struggled with some way somehow in the past the topic that we're going to talk about today is friendship let's get into it if I knew of you for the past 27 years I literally just knew of you for the past 27 years if we have not really communicated with each other in the past five years we're not friends we just know each other at this point a friend not showing up for you is unacceptable at our big age if you go out of your way to support a friend and they do not do the same in return for you it's just not enough these days and we're also releasing friendship expectations I want us to stop looking for us in others. You get what I'm saying? So for this, the first segment of this podcast, I wanna dive deeper into understanding the evolution of friendships. So I'm pretty sure all of us that are here or whoever's listening may be over the age of 18 so making friends is something that we do it's a it's something that we've done our whole lives starting from daycare or maybe even before we even entered entered school we were put on this earth to make friends we weren't made to like live life alone so friendships 
they start at a really young age and God willing, a lot of the friendships that we hold near and dear to our heart can follow us throughout life. And I do have many friends who I can say that I literally started life with. I'm talking about from the age of two. And here I am, 30 something, because a woman never tells her age. So here I am as an adult, and I still have these friends around. And I'm very, very, very grateful for that. However, as we grow older, the dynamic of friendships, they change. We grow apart from people. Um, Some of our friends, or even ourselves, we go off and create families. We have children, we get married, and the dynamic of of our friendships, they tend to change. Um, and that can be pretty hard, you know, especially when you're so used to having this friend available for you, or if your friend is so used to having you available to them, and then life begins to life, and you guys kind of drift apart. And that's a natural thing, because... We're all individuals outside of these friendships, outside of these relationships. So things happen and we drift off. Some people's friendships are cut short because they um, move away and go to school or they relocate, things to that nature. And that can put a damper on friendships as well. Now, for myself, if you don't know me, I am born and raised I was born and raised in New York City because New York and New York City is two totally different things. I was born and raised in New York City when I was 20, let me think. I was 22, when I was 22, I moved away to Georgia. And in the process of me moving away to Georgia, I kind of slipped off the grid to a certain extent. And the friends that I did have that I went from spending every weekend with and nearly every day with back home kind of became non-existent once I moved. And I'm not blaming anyone in general for the demise of these friendships or anything because it takes two, just like a relationship. A friendship takes two people. And let's not make this one-sided. However, I began to establish a life for myself in another state and the phone calls slowed down, the text messages kind of stopped and I just, I guess like we didn't really like fight for it. I do remember multiple times where I would reach out to like my friends and like even family just to check in on everyone. But if I'm establishing myself in another state you cannot expect me to always be available for you or to always be able to answer the phone when you call or even respond back to a text message um fast um not fast like not being able to respond as fast as you want me to that's what I was trying to say 
And um, that, like I said, my relocation caused damage in a lot of my friendships. Not all. Now, I've had, I also have had friendships that lasted the test of time. So whenever I did come back in town to visit um, after relocating, those, fin- those friends were always still available and we, we kept in contact the whole time I was in Georgia. So when I did come to New York, we would catch up, go out to eat, go out for drinks and enjoy each other's company. And then of course I would go back home and get back to living my life and they went back to living their life here in New York, but we always found time for each other. Even if it wasn't a weekly call or a weekly text or any, not even bi-weekly. Um, sometimes it was like every few months we would reach out, but we stayed connected on like social media and things like that. Now, um, I have wrote a post on Facebook some like a few weeks ago. And it was something to the extent of let's normalize not trying to pick up where we left off. So say, for example, you were once friends with someone and you guys haven't spoken to each other or or like seen each other in years. And then you bump into each other one day at the supermarket or something. And they're just like, oh, my goodness. Hey, nice to see you. I'm so happy to see you. I'm glad that you're doing okay. We should really catch up. No, we shouldn't. And this is my personal opinion, and I only say that because I hate for people, I would hate for people to feel pressured to like rekindle something or try to reconnect, even though they really don't want to. I think that that's the most cliche thing that people know how to say in the spirit of the moment. Instead of just saying, oh, hey, nice to see you, Um, you know, you guys chit chat for a few minutes in the grocery store and then it's like okay this was it was really nice seeing you take care of yourself that's it don't feel obligated to say oh my god girl let's catch up let's go we need to go hang out and we need to go get drinks etc etc especially if you know it's something that you really don't want to do and I catch myself doing that a lot and for those that are listening and I've actually like we've actually discussed like oh, let's meet up and, you know, get drinks. That was genuine because I'm at a place in life where I'm not going to force myself to do something that I do not want to do. So if you're listening and if we've connected, whether it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and we decided like, oh, hey, we really should catch up and, you know, just get some drinks and see how life has been treating one another, one another, I genuinely, I meant that. Trust me. Um, Because like I said, I know boundaries and I know how to say, no, that's not a good idea. So if, in fact, I did say that I would love to meet up with you, then I meant it. And um, it's one thing for someone to say, you know, I'm sorry that we haven't caught up. I've been just so busy with life, et cetera, et cetera. I can sympathize with that because I'm busy in real life as well. 
I have a blog. I have a podcast. I have a career. I have a life outside of my career. I have a partner. I have a family. I travel. I have a floral design business. So I'm busy in real life, honestly. But I still make time for my loved ones. I still make time for my friends because life is short. Life is extremely short and there isn't much time that we're going to have to keep like connecting or rekindling things. It kills me when someone says something like, you know, I'm just so busy and I just don't be having time. I'm going through a lot. But then you always see them online with their other friends or their boyfriends and things like that. But it's like, who am I to say anything? You, If this person feels like they're busy, then they're busy. Who am I to say, no, girl, I, because I saw you online with X, Y, and Z. It is what it is. But I just want people to know that it's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to not reconnect with someone. It's okay, it's okay to not want to repair friendships. It's totally okay. And um, there are so many reasons, like I said, why we may outgrow old friends. Life, relationships, children, just growth, moving, relocating, so many things. Or simply because people just no longer align with your life's path. And um, I want us to recognize the signs of outgrowing friends. Now, there are so many signs that will tell you or show you, mm, yeah, I don't think that this friendship is working. So many signs. And just don't ignore the flags. And those signs can be something as simple as this person no longer reaching out to you or you no longer reaching out to that person. Your text messages can go from daily to maybe every few days and then even from there it can go like they may take a week to respond if you reach out reach out to them with some really really exciting news and they're just real blah about it they're not clapping for you the way that you would want them to that's just a clear indication that this friendship no longer serves you or serves the two of you and when that happens, I want you to remember the importance of self-reflection and just personal growth. When friends break up, depending on the dynamic of this friendship, that can hurt just as worse as breaking up with a partner. Because friends are truly soulmates as well, contrary to our belief. And it hurts because when communication isn't healthy in a friendship, it causes a lot of questions. Like, man, was it something that I said? Did I not advocate for this person enough? Was I like talking about this person? Did someone tell them something about me? Did they find out something that I said? 
Um, was I not supportive of them? Is their, par- is their partner telling them not to speak to me anymore? It's so many different things, you know? And it's the same way you would um, prioritize communicating in a relationship. You should definitely do the same in your friendships. We tend to think because these individuals are our friends that they can take on a lot much more of our attitude or our mood swings more than like our partners would. Like we don't cut slack or corners with our friends because we feel like we can be our true authentic selves, which we definitely should be able to be with our friends. However, these people are human. These people are sensitive. These people have emotion. These people deserve respect. And sometimes we can, like, take our friends, take their kindness for weakness, maybe even lash out on them, take out our attitudes on them, etc. And um, that doesn't make it right. If you are struggling in your friendship, it is not for you to ignore or put said feelings to the side you should be able to speak to your friend and say hey Nicole you hurt my feelings yesterday during our conversation about my career change I felt unheard I felt like you were listening to respond and not listening to understand me and it hurt my feelings because this was something I was very passionate um about talking well something I was very passionate about while I was speaking and I felt like you were ignoring me because you stayed on your phone the whole time this is how you should be able to communicate effectively with friends and um if you don't have that that can also be a key indicator that you're outgrowing this friendship a lot of times Friends and partners are only in our lives for a season. And these relationships, they stop working because we try to keep them there longer than they should be or longer than they should have been in our lives. I've had so many friends who... um who I've related to off of gossip. Okay, wait a minute, because just hearing how that sounds, I wanna fix that. I've come in contact and have shared a bit of my life with individuals, let's not call them friends, with individuals who I've only bonded with through trauma, gossip, or even just by association of others. Those people were in my life for a season, in a reason. And when it was time for me to let these individuals go, it was very easy for me because honestly, they probably should have never been in my life to begin with. 
Now, recently, within the, the maybe the last year and a half, I've parted ways with maybe five friends that I can think of off the top of my head. And I don't hate these friends. In fact, I wish them the best. And I'm going to tell you why I felt like my time with these individuals were up. I like to say, I would like to say that I am a really good friend. I am very supportive. I go above and beyond in my friendships. I'm always there as much as I can to lend a hand, to lend an ear, financially, mentally, physically, emotionally, you name it, I'm telling you, I'm that person. And there has been a few things that have been very dear to me in the past year and a half that I have started or became a part of and these individuals were nowhere to be found. They were unavailable to clap for me. They were unavailable to congratulate me. They were unavailable to celebrate with me. They were unavailable if I called or text them. But I was always there for them. Now, if there was ever a time where they felt like I wasn't, they never spoke about it. So those instances are unknown. Did I try to speak with them to let them know? I have voiced my opinion and my concern a few times to a few of the individuals. Have my concerns fell on deaf ears? Absolutely. Because had it not, we would still be friends to this day. And just because I'm no longer aligned with these people in life. I do not wish them harm. I still wish them well. You can love these people from a distance. I truly wish them the best. I still wish them happy holidays, Mother's Day, birthdays, happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, everything. Because that's just the person that I am. But to sit down maybe one day and talk about where our friendship went wrong I don't think that I am no longer willing to do that anymore because like I said I'm just on a different path in life and I want more like-minded individuals with me And I want the type of friends that will fight for me like I will fight for them. And I don't think that I'm asking for too much when I say these things because I'm ten toes down for my loved ones. And they can vouch for this. I don't play about my friends. I don't play about my partner. I don't play about my family. But I feel like a lot of people play with me. And I'm just, I've evolved a lot since my younger years. But do not let these degrees, do not let this career fool you.
But honestly, that's just how I'm coming with this. So, I'm not going to mention any names. And if they, in fact, do listen to the podcast, I'm pretty sure they know who they are. But like I said, there's no hard feelings. There's no love lost. But like I said, those friendships just no longer align with my life my life's path and I'm okay with that and I hope that they are too so now that we've got past the past I want to talk about embracing the opportunity to create new friendships as an adult now that's something to talk about so let's get into that we just left the past so now let's focus on the present and the future so in order for me to actually get create the outline for today's episode I had to reach out to a few of my family members and friends and these were both male and female because I needed a different perspective outside of my own because if you know me you know I can be a bit delusional and I just didn't want to speak from my perspective completely when it came to this episode so when I reached out to them I kind of discussed with them like challenges of making new friends as an adult and what I asked them like what do they think could be or what would be some challenges for individuals who try to make friends um, in adulthood. And a lot of people, a lot of them said um, that they fear, a lot of people fear adult friendships because of friendship PTSD. Now, friendship PTSD and just relationship PTSD in general, it's very much a thing. Now, if you had a bad, like a a bad encounter in a specific friendship or even many friendships, you are going to be receptive to meeting new people because in the back of your head, you just don't trust it. You may think that these individuals have ulterior motives or they lack trust. So they're going to treat me just the way my old group of friends did. Um, They're not honest. They're not loyal individuals. And you may just feel like it's a waste to even try to meet new people because everyone is the same. And of course, everyone isn't the same. And that's just like when women say, all men are the same, all men cheat, et cetera, et cetera. And it's not true. I don't want one bad like seed to ruin the entire fruit. You get what I'm saying? Um, When I asked this group of individuals, what would they consider to be good qualities of um, healthy friendships? They said like communication, so being able to communicate, being able to advise, um, comfortability, being able to trust, um, honesty, and loyalty. So mostly everyone said the same thing when it came to the qualities of 
a good friendship dynamic. They want genuine people that they feel like they can trust and depend on. They want people who are honest with them and who will show up for them and advocate for them and not talk about them behind their backs. They want people who they can depend on to be there for them in their time of needs. Um, They just want good-hearted, genuine people around them. And I get that. And I think that that's something that we all want. And I feel like that's something that we all deserve. If you are a good person in general, more than likely you will attract other good, intentional individuals as well. And when that does happen, it's always good to like make sure that you're taking the right steps in that journey so that you won't repeat your past mistakes in a new friendship. Now, let me try to make that make a little more sense. So if your last friendship ended because your friend felt like you were very you were a very unserious person. If you guys made dinner reservations every Wednesday at 8 p.m. to go to Carbone and you showed up at 9:42 every single time and disregarded everyone else's time and you just didn't care for punctuality, but they've expressed this to you multiple times, time and time again. And each time you listened, but you didn't care, and you continued to show up late for these individuals, that's something that you would want to think about when it comes to a new friendship. If you meet a new a new friend, and you're, you guys are building like a friendship or a relationship, and they say, hey, every Wednesday at 7.30, I host a segment at the Brooklyn Museum. I would love for you to come if you're free, et cetera, et cetera. Remember, I told you 7.30, I'll see you then. You will want to make an effort to make it on time to show up for this person and let them know, hey, I support you, I'm here for you, that's what friends are for. You wouldn't want to repeat the same mistakes that you did in your previous friendship that caused the demise of that friendship. Get what I'm saying? In general, the key to meeting new people and potential friends is to simply go outside. Go outside to the areas that pique your interest. If you are a person that loves to play tennis, go to your nearest tennis club, go to your nearest tennis camp, go to your nearest like um, park, and hang out with the people there not saying that like not saying to force yourself to meet friends everywhere you go but for example i love to play tennis i love museums i love the botanical garden i like to eat so i'm a very friendly person i like to believe so whenever i do go to these settings and most of the time if i do go by myself I do always end up speaking to someone, whether it's at the bar or whether I'm looking at an art piece and someone feels like I'm approachable, even when I'm in the gym. 
people come up to me and talk to me all the time because I guess I feel inviting and I actually am. There is very few times where I'm somewhere in like a public setting and I have like this aura that don't talk to me, I don't wanna be bothered. Very few, very, very few. Um, so yeah, so show up to these environments and be open to meeting new people and potential friends. It's also important that you have different friends for different things. Now, I know that there are many universal friends out there, but I feel like we had universal friends when we were younger. And that's because most of the time when we were younger, we were probably just clicked up. So it was maybe three, four, five of us in a friend group, and we just did everything together. We didn't really scout out or have like friends outside of one another because we were young. And most of the time we grew up in the same schools, we lived in the same neighborhood, so it just made sense. But as adults, you branch out, you go up to college, you have friends in college. You still have high school friends that you're friends with. You maybe even still have friends from junior high school that you're friends with. And then you get into your career. So you have friends or like colleagues that turned into friends from there. And then you may have another job after that or started another career um, sector in life. And you have friends from that. So you have many different friend groups. So that means you have many different friends. And that's even better because now you have different friends for different things. If I want to go to church, I know the friends to call. I know the friends to call off back. If I want to go on vacation, I know who I should be calling. If I want to talk about career advice or career advancement, I know the friends that I should be calling. If I need financial advice, so if I want to start a business or I need some insight on taxes, I know the friends to call. If I want to go out to eat or go out for drinks or have fun, I know the friends to call. I'm not going to call my friend that I would usually go to church with and be like, hey girl, let's go stand on our head top or spin on our head top at brunch. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to call my friend that I would call for financial advice and be like, come slide with me real quick because this girl was talking slick. It just, you get where I'm going with this. So it's always good to have different friends for different reasons. And um, I remember navigating through life. So maybe in my mid twenties, I did have a friend that um, would get upset when I didn't invite her to certain places or to do certain things with me. And I had to tell her, like, yes, you are my friend, but you're not, I'm not obligated to take you with me everywhere. And that made me, that kind of made me realize that maybe I was like one of her only friends at that point in her life. And although that is okay, because there are a lot of people who are introverted and they, they would rather not like get acclimated with too many people just out of like shyness so I can I can understand that but at the same time because I'm a very introverted extrovert 
I'm a social butterfly. So I do have many people to speak with or that I can hang out with. And I just think that it's very important to express that to your friends because at this day and age, there are a lot of friends who are jealous of you having other friends that you can turn to. So just keep that in mind. Um, And now I want to talk a little bit about nurturing and maintaining these new friendships and um, the importance of mutual support, trust, shared values, and even just addressing common challenges. So like I said, you have to treat these friendships as if they're a relationship. The same way that you would pour into your partner is the same way you should pour into your friendships because at the end of the day, these individuals that you're getting to know better and you're becoming closer with and you're building bonds with them, this can be your soul tribe. So these individuals can be with you for the remainder, the remaining span of your life. When you do go through times of bereavement, maybe child loss, you and a partner getting a divorce, whatever it is, these can possibly be the individuals that you will lean on for that support. These are going to be the individuals that will show up for you. These are going to be your bridesmaids, your um, child's godparents, etc. So it's definitely important to be present for these friends as well. It's so important to support them. It's so important to have shared values with these individuals. It's so important to just be on the same page. Like I said, I can't stress it enough. This is like a relationship. Um, today, <laughs> I called um, my partner and I asked him if he thought that I was a good friend. And when I asked him that, he said, if you have to ask yourself, are you a good friend? Then that means that your friends aren't doing a good enough job with reassuring you that you are indeed a good friend. And as I listened to him, I was just like, wow, that makes so much sense. I started to think, wow, you know, this actually makes a lot of sense. And at that point, it dawned on me that a lot of times we do not hear thank yous or I appreciate yous or you rock or just you are a really good friend. It's very rare that people hear that. And I guess it's because maybe our loved ones feel that they show their appreciation to us instead of say it instead of saying it verbally and that's okay however the same way you love your partners in their love languages you should do the same when it comes to your friends um i do have many friends who tell me you know what well i appreciate you Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for picking up the phone and answering my call. And thank you for just letting me vent. Thank you for letting me come over today. And I try to do the same with my friends. 
I try, like when if I have to call someone to vent, the first thing that I might say is, hey, are you in the, men- do you have the mental capacity to show up for me at this moment right now because I need to vent? I like to take their feelings into consideration as well because it takes two. And I just want to make sure I'm always reciprocating that energy. So if you heard what I just said um, when I said, if if your friends aren't reassuring you that you are indeed a good friend, take a second and think about the last time that you did tell someone, like that you did tell your friend that you were appreciative of them or that you thank them for just showing up for you in your time of discomfort or dis- or need, etc. And make a conscious effort to thank your friends for just being there for you. Because contrary to anyone's beliefs, we're all human and we all go through things. And sometimes it can get extremely hard to show up for yourself as well up show, show as well as showing up for anyone outside of you or your children so always keep that in mind and always try to be as thoughtful as possible when it comes to handling the emotions of others there is so much power in girly friendships It literally takes a village to function in every aspect of life. It takes a village to raise a child. It takes a village for you to get through school. It takes a village for you to get a car. It takes a village for you to buy a house. It takes a village for you to get married, etc. It takes a village to exist in life. And as I said earlier on in this episode, we were not made to do life by ourselves. And I know that there are so many people out there that maybe even scrolled past this episode because they believe that they do not need a man, they do not need any friends. I have myself and that's all I need. I'm all I'm I rather do life by myself. I don't care about these people, etc., etc., etc. And with me, that's not the case. I was made for community I am a girl's girl I am one of those individuals who will clap scream shout backflip cartwheel cry throw up for another woman because that is the type of carrying on that we deserve life as a woman is very hard life as a black woman is even harder okay So I like to show up for any and everyone as much as I can, whenever I can. And to me, it is just so important to build a strong network of supportive women. And um, to the individuals who are against that, I hope that one day you change your mind. And I hope that you find the most amazing group of women 
to do life with because you deserve that and we all deserve it. Navigating through life in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, even in your 50s can be hard. We take a lot of losses. We gain a lot, but we lose some more. And I don't think that anyone deserves to go through life in these, like during these pivotal moments alone. We all need someone and we should all practice to be that someone that others may need as well. I want to end this episode by encouraging you all to embrace the evolution of friendships and to always seek meaningful connections. Creating new friendships as an adult is not only possible, but it's also incredibly rewarding. While it may seem daunting at first, taking the initiative to meet new people and engage in activities that align with your interests can lead to meaningful connections. Remember, building friendships take time and effort, just like building a relationship. So be patient and open-minded, please. I want you guys to embrace opportunities, to step out of your comfort zone. So whether it's like attending social events, joining clubs or organizations, or even utilizing online platforms. Just don't be afraid to initiate conversations to show genuine interest in other people. Everyone is looking for connection and companionship just like us. So be kind, be authentic, and just be yourself. By nurturing these new friendships, you'll not only expand your social circle, but you'll also enrich your life with diverse perspectives, shared experiences, and a support system that can make the journey of adulthood all that more fulfilling. So go out there, be proactive, embrace the adventure of forging new friendships as an adult because you deserve it, sis, and they deserve you too. this week's episode my loves if you are enjoying the she shed podcast let me know by leaving a rating or a lovely message in the space available on the platform of your choice if you're looking to find out more information on the she shed and what it's all about follow us on instagram at underscore the she shed underscore or check out more information on our blog at www.lc.com i'll also list all handles and links in the description box I cannot wait for you all to join me for next week's episode. But until then, love and light, sis.